All right. So welcome to episode seven of the Certified Bops podcast. And as usual, I have a guest with me. If you want to just go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Drew. And if you want, you can, if you have a Twitter and you want a Twitter shout out, you can drop your handle if you know it. I have a Twitter. If you'd rather keep it anonymous, that's totally fine. I'm pretty sure, well, I've been locked out since 2010. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure it would get me too if I put the handle on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll skip that then. Okay. Um, So as... Uh, usual, we have a theme that we uh, talk about on the podcast and discuss like three songs that we think are bops. That's why it's called Certified Bops. So, and the guest always picks the theme. So, why don't you uh, tell me about the theme that you picked and like why you picked it? Sure. So, I picked soul samples in hip hop. And part of the reason is because I'm kind of on a like a Motown soul bend right now. Um, But I give most of the credit to discovering all those amazing old artists and songs um, to just hearing little bits and pieces of samples from hip hop growing up Mm. and working backwards and ending up listening to the original and kind of taking a deeper dive into what was going on. And I honestly probably the biggest fuel for that was um Kanye's early albums Mm -hmm. it feels like every every song on like the college dropout or late registration had a soul sample that Mm -hmm. really added to like the depth of the song yeah so famously it's funny how they just take like the juiciest hooks from these those songs are often like before you're in my era but you know it yeah. just like makes it so fucking catchy. Yeah. You can swear, by the way. No one cares. Oh, nice. <laughs> there's, no, there's like five people that listen to this, and they're all just like my friends on Twitter. So I'm don't good. worry. I was, yeah, I was taking a lot of mental energy to avoid. Just suppress that. Avoid swearing. Okay. No, that's awesome. Yeah, we talked about Kanye a little bit uh, on the last episode because oh, it was. Really? Uh, um, about artists that uh, produce their own music. Mm. We didn't we didn't play any of his songs, but uh, he's you know one of the most famous people that that does that. Okay, so um, into our disclaimer that we always say, but please don't sue me. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any money, <laughs> and I am not making any money off this podcast, and all of the rights you know belong to their respective artists and companies etc etc again please do not sue me someone should make you a jingle (laughs) just to insert that please don't sue me yeah honestly um yeah so so why don't you tell us about the first song that you picked yeah so as far as like the songwriting details and like when exactly it came out i mean who who knows but yeah the first song I picked was is Method Man and Mary J. Blige, <laughs> You're All I Need. And so I, I actually screwed that up. The reverse of that is the original that I think we should listen to is um, uh, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. 
you're all I need to get by. Mm. And that, like, I don't know whether to call it a chorus or a refrain, that you're all I need to get by part is just, mm. like, a little snippet of emotion that works so well on both songs, but kind of gets, like, in the Method Man version, it's very, like, there's a, like, driving bass line, and it's kind of chill, and you get into it, and then the Mervyn Gay Tammy Terrell version is, like, strings and horns mm. but it somehow fits in in both songs very well awesome well let's have a listen and we'll discuss it's just, uh, it's enough to make a hard rock smile <laughs> To this day, boo, no frontin'. Even when the skies were gray, you would rub me on my back and say, Maybe it'll be okay. Now that's real to a brother like me, baby. Never ever get my cootie away and keep it tight, alright? And I'ma walk through doors so we can live in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids. Well, like, you don't need a ring to be my wife. Just be there for me and I'ma make sure we be living in the effing lap of luxury. I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me. But you did, now I'm going all out, kid And I got mad love to give, you my nigga
right. I've never heard that song before. Really? Really. It was probably like the top wedding song of 2008 or something. <laughs> a wedding song? I would imagine, yeah. It doesn't have a very, like... It's not necessarily in, like, a happy key. No. It's kind of funny. It sounds kind of like they really cranked up the reverb, and it's just this kind of, like... I, I haven't heard the original either. Yeah. Like you said, the Marvin Gaye one. Um... I don't know if it's, like, I'll, I'll have to listen to it after this, but, um, like, they just have this very, like, mono, the, just the monotonic bass line and this very, like, echoey reverb, like, sample, just, like, cycling yeah. through the background. It's sort of, sort of, like, creepy and yeah hollow. Yeah. The thing is, like, t- tonally, that in the original, that sample's the only piece that feels like that. And, really? Like, they, yeah. Yeah, but it fits into like it fits into the song well. And it feels like maybe you're right. I think that they like they kind of took had that little that little idea and they just kind of stretched it out over the whole song. Listening to that again, it, it is pretty repetitive. Yeah, I mean, and fair enough. It's it's mostly just to have uh you know, Method Man and Mary J. Blige riffing over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mathematic can still hold it down. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess he was, this was <laughs> from a while back. I always just... I don't know if I've ever heard, like, a solo Method Man. Just think about him in those, like, in the Wu-Tang skits. He's like, oh, fucking, oh, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the only... Uh, this is the only... I mean, I had a little period, you know, the LimeWire phase where, like, you're like, okay, I'm a young teenage white boy. I should probably learn about Wu-Tang. <laughs> and I think this is probably the only <coughs> Method Man song that has really stood the test of time for me. We buy all our music legally nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. No, we haven't used LimeWire for this Yeah, LimeWire is dead. R.I.P. Um... <laughs> but that Napster. yeah i credit that song with like introducing me to marvin gay which is like a big deal mm-hmm. and then going back and yeah, totally. finding all that stuff that's awesome no it was a great first pick so i the second one that i picked oh yeah no worries um is ashanti foolish which is definitely a bop um and uh, until today, when I was trying to pick something five minutes before we started this recording, um, did not know that it had... S- I thought that piano line was an Ashanti original, which is shows my how naive I am. <laughs> I know. You don't. I have heard that same piano. We. It's funny that we both thought it... We both immediately thought of a different song when we yeah, heard the original. Yeah, exactly. It's ubiquitous, I guess. Yeah, so it sounds like, based on the the list that I was looking at, is the originals, DeBarge, Stay With Me. Mm. So we'll listen to uh, Ashanti's take. Oh, without you. 
it straight to me You always tell me that you need me And I'm weak cause I believe you And I'm mad because I love you So I stop and think that maybe You could learn to appreciate me Then it all remains the same That you ain't never gonna change Never gonna change Never gonna change Ashanti. I th the joke I just made, it's not genuine now because we just do. I fucked up the recording as my phone. It was that both of these songs could have probably been played at the same wedding in 2008. And like. I believe that. Yeah. But. I love that song. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good song. It has just like so many individually solid elements to it like coming in it's a very like pretty melodic song but then the first words that there is Jarul whispering murder ink I know <laughs> Jarul tainted or does he just set it up for success no I mean no 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 that's that was uh, a successful successful uh what's it called it's not a those little like uh producer like when DJ Khaled goes, DJ yeah. Khaled, yeah. Yeah. there's a word for it. Uh, Doesn't matter. Murder Inc. Yeah. Perfectly placed. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> the recent controversy. Oh, I didn't. Wait. Around, surrounding Ja Rule? Maybe I'm mixing up. No, it's not Ja. It's Ja Rule is the Firefest guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, th I mixed Ja Rule up and who, uh, literally every, every like 2000s rapper that starts with J. Uh, wait, what is I'm, uh, I'll look at I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, I like that song. It has so many different elements. Um, as with the other one, the... Um, the sample is used pretty much like yeah. throughout the whole yeah. thing. Uh, but they do pull it back at different points, mm. which, like, kind of for emphasis, which is nice. And then they have like that, the bridge is just so, so juicy in this song. Yeah. And it was general for Firefest. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's so good. Love it. That, that music video. It's, it's yeah. So it's emotional. Analyzing both songs now, it's like very interesting how you can take a small little piece of a song that has a lot of emotion and then use that as a backdrop for like a whole nother twist mm -hmm. Beautiful. so why don't you uh, 
introduce our last song. Okay, we're gonna yeah we're gonna pause it before we play the song, right? Because I think I want to throw a curveball into the. Okay. <laughs> sure. I think I think instead of playing. Are you gonna do a different one? Yeah. Sure. So I'm gonna. Everybody knows "Touch the Sky," mm-hmm. but I think we should play the original Curtis Mayfield song. Sounds great. Because it's a little. This these two have got me a little uh, um, a little emotional and down. Not down. Yeah. yeah they're like we were saying tonally. It's very yeah. I think minor. we could use a bit of a pick me up. All right. Sounds great. Fire away.
Thanks for bearing with us. That was a long, that's a long track. Longer than I remember. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it is definitely a bop, though. It's very cool. The horns are so good. Yeah. That, like, the strings and the horns with a catchy melody. It's just perfect. Yeah. This is such a jam. I have, like, a huge... Just like the breakdown at the end. Mm. Someone's going crazy on the bongos. Yeah. It's a good soundtrack song. Like if I was making a soundtrack for my life, I'd want it to be. As I'm entering a room or conducting business. With your entrance song? Move on up is playing, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it's solid. It's funny how. Uh, yeah. I guess it's. Hip hop is very like. Not that it's all like samples and stuff, but it's cool that uh, that you shared. You know that that was an entry point for you for like some of the older stuff. Yeah, and it holds up. Like, I f- forgot how long ago even the original like hip hop songs came out, but they don't they don't sound dated. And if you listen honestly, I don't like a whole lot of music from the sixties and seventies. It kind of sounds a little. Yeah, like not something that I know a lot about. Yeah, like we're past that. But you go back, <laughs> <laughs> you go back and listen to these songs, and it, it just they're just as uplifting as I'm sure they were back then. Mm. So well, thanks so much for joining. No problem. Thanks um, for having me. So as always, don't sue us. We'll put in our little disclaimer again, and then if you have any people listening you know we only have time for three songs and this one ran a little longer than usual but that's okay but comment um yeah exactly you're welcome um co- leave a comment if you have a soul sampling song we should listen to and check out all right peace